mentioned AD. Dwayne Wade said tonight he thinks Anthony is the best fit for you as a teammate you've ever had. What do you think of that assessment? Uh, well, it's a compliment to AD. Um, he's a big-time player. He understands the, um, the position that he's in. He understands how much our team needs him, and he comes through. Um, doesn't say much, but we know that uh, he's very determined to go out and only uh, not only do what he needs to do individually, but for the betterment of the team, more importantly. LeBron. Caruso, mais um rebote ofensivo dos Lakers. E o Sim. Davis sai, 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 sai da minha frente. Sai! How about we can just watch basketball? Hardly played again, only the second game of these playoffs as Davis puts it in. Caruso, Rondo's going to try another three. Rajon Rondo. Ron James knocks down the three. Rondo again, they're giving him the open three, and again he's hitting it. Rondo inside the James, falling away. Watch basketball. Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Being Happy Saturday morning. We've got all your action from Game Two Friday night in the NBA Finals in the bubble in Orlando between the Lakers and the Heat. I'm Zach Harper. That's Wazdi Lambert. That's Mo Dakil. We got Jade Hoy pushing buttons. And the Miami Heat go down 0-2 to the Lakers, 124-114. No Goran Dragic, no Bam Adebayo, uh, no real chance if those two can't play. I know we have Udonis Haslam pump-up speeches and everything, except, you know, those don't actually work. They didn't work in Game 5 against the Celtics. They didn't work tonight in, in Game 2 against the, against the Lakers. But this one was all about LeBron being too good, AD being too good and as good as Jimmy Butler was, was it's just not enough. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. No, it's not going to be enough. And we'll get into the, the three-point sheet of the Lakers tonight, which was bizarro. I, this has to be the most attempts they've had the entire season. I don't, you know, I don't have the stats readily available, but it was just a weird misshapen game. But it was just obvious after the Lakers sort of jumped out to a lead that they're going to be able to generate essentially any kind of shot that they want, whether it's a walk into it, practice three-pointer, or, you know, getting something more working inside. They're beating them on the boards. They're just, I don't know, the heat are outgunned, outmanned. I don't know how they're supposed to make this happen without two of their best three players. Previous high on the season, 45 three-point attempts on Christmas against the Clippers. Mm. Previous high, 45. They went 12 of 45 in that game, 26%. <laughs> wow. And they lost by five. This one tonight, they go... 16 of 47, 16 of 47. And so <laughs> this is the thing. Like, I don't think they can get any job, any shot they want against this defense. I think they're getting the shots that Miami wants them to, to take Mo aside from like the two point dominance, right? Like that when, when LeBron and Rondo really pick apart the zone then there's not much they can do. I think a lot of this is by design. This is absolutely by design. Look, the Lakers are not a good three point shooting team. We saw it tonight. Like, we said this, Zach, in, after game one on the ding, you know, listen, you got to just let the Lakers shoot. It was an oddball game where they went 11 to 17 in the first half of game one. This is the Lakers we're used to all year. They shot 34% this uh, this game. 
that's what they've been shooting all season from three. You know, or, I'm sorry, 34.9. I don't want Laker fans to get all uh, – uh, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. I don't want them to get too upset. Um, so I think the ultimate thing is this is the way they were trying to live. What ultimately killed the Heat was the offensive rebounds and not being able oh, to rebound out of the zone. Brutal. Uh, you know, I'm I'm pulling it up now, but they just – every time they got a stop, it didn't matter. There was an offensive rebound. Uh, Anthony Davis got two in the third quarter that were pretty much dunks, you know, one off of none who's got no chance boxing Anthony Davis out. I mean, that's like me versus a tree. That was, that was me. Yeah, there's no, that was me. There's no chance, but there's another one where he comes in from the top and it's Jimmy Butler and Jimmy should be able to put a body on Davis and at least slow him down. And by not being able to get that stuff done, that's what opened it up. Lakers had 21 second chance points tonight. Yeah, but Mo, Jimmy's supposed to what? Be able to be their lone offensive initiator and guard LeBron and freaking box out. That's, like, that, that's being an NBA player, Watts. I'm sorry. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this bullshit that we allow one-way players. I don't know when it happens. Which you need one-way to be able player? To... He can't cover the two best players on, this, on that team at the same time. <laughs> this isn't a, job, oh, Jimmy's not trying on defense anymore. It's that he can't teleport. When it's his job to box out, when it's his job to box out AD, he's got to get a body on him. AD ran right by him. It wasn't even that hard. Yeah. It wasn't – I'm not saying he's got to guard two guys. I know we're going all super ballistic. But ultimately, I don't want to hear it was that he's got to be this guy on offense and this guy on defense. That's being in the NBA, plain and simple. Mm. Some guys can get away with it. And if the Heat are going to win a championship, he has to be that guy. I, it's, I don't think it's going to happen. No, but I no, just no, 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 no. This is – this is they don't have Bam out of bio and Goran Dragic. That's what this is. Of course, I mean that's a massive problem. I, I think so. Okay, I want to talk about that yeah. because I think a lot of this feeds into the other thing. I think the forty six jumpers is connected to not having Bam and Goran. Not in the way that you guys may think, where it's like, well, the defense is doing whatever. I think it's like this is the path of least resistance. And so I can take this path because they don't have Bam and Gorin. I don't think they would have took 53s I, had Bam and well, Gorin played. I think there's just a different way they would have went about playing well, they this wouldn't game, have, they wouldn't both have, offensively and defensively. They wouldn't have played so much zone if they had Bam out there, right? Like, they have to play zone right, right. almost exclusively because there's no Bam on the floor, and that changes everywhere they play. But if they like if Bam was playing, I still think – I think it's not necessarily – the type of shot, I think it's the shot decision, if that makes sense. Because I think the the Lakers outside of Rondo and outside of LeBron don't really make good shooting decisions. They don't have decisions. decision zone busters. No, no, yeah, no they, they don't. don't. Make, but they it's don't. just, it's not even that the shot no. making, it's the shot decision. But like when you can just have AD go be a monster against Kelly Olenek or Kendrick Nunn, right. then it doesn't matter, right? You can clean all that up. And, it, and that's not, to, well, I don't know. It's weird because the Lakers controlled this game. But Waz, like I think, I think you kind of put it this way in game one. Like they need to clean their plate, right? Like they need to clean their yeah. plate. They're just playing with their food in this one, and so, and I think part of yeah. that is just dumb decisions on offense. And so, yeah, maybe it sounds like we're being overly critical of a team that went up ten, never was in danger of losing this game, never was in danger of losing this lead, and they're up two in the finals. But that wasn't good. That was that wasn't like a good game to me by the Lakers. It ended up being fine. But like, I just thought they made a, a lot of really lazy decisions on offense. I mean, look, they shot 66% from two. And they just jacked up threes, right? Like we, we were saying that already. And, and you know, it's just like they 
they said, oh, this is the first open shot we got. Cool. I'm going to take this three. Danny Green, two for 11 from three. I'm sorry, one for eight from Green. Two for 11 from Contavious Caldwell Pope. Those guys, I think, combined for nine of 17 in the in the game one. Like for the Lakers, this is kind of the situation they got to live in. This is what the Heat have to give up. They have to be willing to give up these threes and protect the paint. They just can't let the Lakers have that many easy twos. And I think ultimately they might have to make the adjustment in the zone where what was a genius move before of putting your wings up top, you know, and your guards down low. Against Boston? Yeah. It, well, it, <laughs> right. Right, right. It works against Boston. Now you got to flip it back to normal, right? You got to put your wings back on the bottom so that you have some size that can help and combat these these second chance points versus the uh, the whole thing. Whereas in Boston, you got away with it. You're not going to get away with it against the Lakers. They're too big. Yeah, I, I mean, Le- LeBron and AD are just too good. And so, Waz, maybe it maybe it doesn't ultimately matter. But after watching this game, I I walked away from this game saying like this would like I would not have a ton of confidence in the Lakers win this series if the Heat were healthy, just because I thought that they just made lazy bad decisions all night. I I feel opposite, honestly. This is to me, this is no different than Game One against the the Portland Trailblazers game one against the Houston Rockets, essentially teams that the Lakers didn't really have much respect for. Um, we've seen them play smarter and cleaner basketball. Like, and again, like Contavious Caldwell Pope and Danny Green, those guys can make practice level threes. I'm not talking about the stuff where they, the heat get a decent contest and they shot it. I'm talking about just walking into wide open shots they can make shots at a higher clip than that. So I don't I don't think this defense was some special defense. I just honestly think it was just like this is the easiest way for us to beat this team in a game that we're going to win no matter what. And so that's what they did. I I I, I don't know. Like it, I don't when they lost game one to Portland, it it did have this, oh well, the Lakers offense and this and that. And I'm just like, guys, they didn't play with any real force. And I think that's what happened in this game. And again, we're sitting here talking about a game that they essentially dominated. And we can just only talk about the flaws because we know like it doesn't seem like this this is gonna be very competitive. Yeah, because, I, because I you think... removed an all defense all-star <laughs> big man from the equation because he got hurt, and then you So so that's what we're gonna that's what we're running with. We're running with Bam would have won the series. But no, no. No, 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 it's not. No, it's not. Bam, it's Bam and Goran. Like it's the second and third best players of the team. This isn't Portland and this isn't Houston, and it's not even Denver. Like this is a legitimate team. Like Bam, like Bam, saying that Bam wouldn't make a difference is wildly disrespectful. No, it's not that he wouldn't make a difference. I just think the Lakers were favored before this. I think they're still didn't end out. Oh, I no, I don't think the Lakers have ever been favored. So I don't. The plucky underdogs. The plucky underdogs. What happened? What happened? This isn't the first. This isn't the series that they've been. You guys have unmasked me. What? On the Heat side of this, Duncan Robinson is unplayable. Yeah. That's like they like he is unplayable in this in this series unless like Mo I would go as far to say if if he's not hitting eight threes in a game like he's completely unplayable against the Lakers. Yeah, I mean he's cooked. I mean because here's the thing: like everybody's going to talk about like Waz. What you're saying is like this is the 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 defense from Miami is like this is something new. So this is the only option they have because yep. here's the thing: if they go man. And Duncan Robinson's on the court. LeBron's going to hunt him. And if he's not making shots on the other end, 
There's no point in him being out there. But okay, you take you put him on the bench. Now it's Tyler Hero. He ain't going to be able to guard LeBron man-to-man because they're going to look for that switch. Or Kelly Olenek, all of those things. They got to stay in that zone. And Zach, you're right. Like He can't play in this series if he can't make shots because he ain't bringing anything else to the table. Yeah, but it's not just make shots. Like He has to make an obscene amount of shots. Right? Yeah, like, no, That's the I, only way to make up for it. I mean, I, like he's got. You're, you're saying he's got to make eight. I say if he just makes five, it makes the Lakers a little more hesitant to to leave him to go help and things like maybe, that. Like, yeah. and, and in that sense, and maybe it opens things a, a crack up here and there a little bit. But ultimately, like if if he's not making shots, two for seven's not going to get it done. Oh for three in game one, those aren't going to get it done. Plain and simple, he's, right. he, he's got to hit those shots. And some and of the just, shots he's taking, he's rushing. Yeah, you he's know, completely rushing, and and he's also committing just the stupidest fouls. That's like just because he, he can't play. Yeah, <laughs> he talked about like how how when he was in college and he was in Michigan and everything, and early on it was like he had imposter syndrome. He looks like it. Like yeah. he looks, he looks like he has imposter syndrome because he does like. And I know he's better than this. He just he doesn't look like he belongs right now in any way. And yeah, it's just a, and it's and, and it's all matchup based was. I know, but at the same time, you know, he is providing a service. I, sure. I think if you put if you put somebody who doesn't pose the shooting threat, that's when you start seeing the lane clog up for Miami, and it's harder for them to to earn these 34 foul shots that they did tonight, right? Without a guy like Duncan Robinson spacing so that when, you know, somebody like Jimmy or Hero is driving one-on-one, his defender has to follow him because he doesn't have help down there, you know? So it's like, it's a double-edged sword. You're keeping the floor spread by keeping that defender glued to you and, you know, messing up the help defense for the Lakers. But at the same time, you know, it's a give and take right now, right. man. I, I just, I, I don't see where Miami can win matchups right now. It's well, just, they got they their all-star big it's, man back. Might, that might help. <laughs> right. And that's where also the thing was, too, is that's where Bam and Dragic come into play. Because they, you can't give that, you can give that extra attention to, to Robinson. But without those guys, you know, it, it's not going to affect them. You know, now it, it, when you did it before, when the Celtics did that, you know, yeah. Dragic would find Bam for a lot because they wouldn't pull in on the weak side. So it's just all of those things are coming to, uh, at once to hit the heat and it's just kind of blew it for them. But I, I don't agree with Zach on the heat would have won this series if they were fully healthy. No, I don't believe that at all. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> and, yeah. and I got respect for everything Bam has done. And I will say. I've been somebody who's doubted the Heat every single step of the way, so that might be my own bias showing there that I just I, I can't understand why teams couldn't stop them from scoring all playoffs long. Um, I, I just I don't know. I just think if the in a knock them out, drag them down sort of game, the Lakers have proven to be one of the best defenses in the league all playoffs long, and I, I think you, this is just bearing that. No, out. we'll just call you Wozni J Kingbray. That's fine. That's. Uh, <laughs> Um, all right, LeBron, 33 points, nine rebounds, nine assists, zero turnovers. Zero. I, I mean, I guess the, the indictment it's, in this game would be they yeah, let, the, they let the Heat stay around long enough to where he had to play 39 minutes. But, um, but even then, like, again, they were never in danger of, of losing that lead. Yeah, and when somebody who handles the rock as much as LeBron does to only get 
uh, you know, to get no turnovers, not even only, only zero. <laughs> only to have no turnovers. <laughs> brilliant here. <laughs> I don't know. If he keeps to playing against Duncan Robinson, he might find a way to get negative turnovers. He might. Right. <laughs> right. Um, that's, you know, that's part, but that's part of the give and take of the defense. But like you said, honestly, Zach, it is only in LeBron who know how to dissect it. AD doesn't look comfortable making the right pass when he, you know, when he can face up and yeah. all right, this is how I attack the score. He's very comfortable, but making the right read, um, that's, he hasn't looked very comfortable against this. Zone. I just, uh, against the zone, but he did a good job in game one when they double teamed him and things like that. The zone yeah, might be a little it, bit it, different, but Mo, I, I'd like to like, you know, I know LeBron will be watching tables at 5 a.m. tonight. I'd also like to watch some tape until 5 a.m. Um, but it, to me, it looked like but, Miami but he, was at least- he's not watching a Nick Cage movie. Oh, then I would not like to do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, but to me, it looked like Miami was at least very like kind of switching up how they were doubling, like the angles and everything, which I mean, it's pretty typical of of good defenses. Right. But it it, it wasn't so much like a du- like the double in the zone. It felt like it was coming from different angles. Yeah, no, I, I don't think they doubled him that much tonight. Really, to begin with, I just thought they I guess were shading more or whatever. Yeah, yeah like they're, lo- it, right? they're loading, yeah. they're loading up and stuff. They weren't, they weren't coming. I mean, it didn't, it didn't. It also, let's just be honest. It also doesn't matter when you're you're coming to double and it's Kendrick Nunn. He's six two. Like eighty yeah. is going to see right over. Eighty might not even notice. I don't he know, came to Mo. Double. Did you the, miss the, the one block, block shot the one inside? Block, the one block. Okay, he got one play. We'll I, give him I, one. Look, I, it's a, it's a. <laughs> Good play by Kendrick Dunn, but do you remember when Nate Robinson blocked Yao Ming? Yes. And people uh, free like, he's only 5'7". That's a 7'6". <laughs> it's like, yeah, but he doesn't jump. And AD didn't really jump on that shot inside, and Kendrick Dunn timed it well. Like, it just, I don't know. It's not like he met him at the rim and bam out of bite on him, right? Like, that wasn't what happened. <laughs> no, no. But overall, I, I, but I'm with you on this in terms of dissecting it. LeBron was great at it. Rondo was great at it. And the yeah. Lakers did a good job of getting the ball into the middle of that zone. They did, yeah. And and that's when everything went wrong. Whenever the Heat were able to keep it out of the middle of the zone, they were they did a pretty good job defensively. Sometimes the Lakers made some tough shots, but whenever it got in there, it was over. Was uh, it cracked me up and it's the second straight game they've done this, and I'm really hoping it happens Sunday, where Rondo's having a good game and Mike Green goes, Playoff Rondo. Well, you know, he hates the nickname Playoff Rondo, but it's done, you know, he's playing so well in the playoffs. <laughs> like, he's done it two straight games. And I'm just like, I I don't know why it's killing me every time he does it. Well <laughs> And Rondo was phenomenal. I, I think, Rondo was so good. Yes, no, yeah. he, he was he was good tonight. This this was good Rondo. And and I love the idea that Rondo is offended by the you know the insinuation that he's only good in the playoffs and that he stinks in the regular season. Like it's not true. Like the, there's a reason nobody's ever said playoff A D or LeBron. They're just consistently excellent. Like you are not consistently excellent. Like that, that's kind of funny to me that he's ticked off by that nickname. Um, how do I, uh, I'm going to save this for buds. Actually, there's a question <laughs> I want to ask about finals MVP, but it, all, it also might need to be Boston Ovid. So I'll save it for Sunday. So tune in <laughs> Monday morning for a potentially inflammatory question about, the, about this series. Um, but in terms of, uh, in terms of Miami, um, let's say Bam can come back in game three, right? I don't know how, I don't know if the neck and the shoulder are going to keep him out. I don't even know if it's worth playing him at this point because, mm-hmm. You're probably cooked um, if he can't be 100%. Uh, you might be cooked even if he is because there's no Goron as well. But the Olenek minutes and the Olenek presence 
let's say Mo, let's say Bam comes back and he's like I don't know seventy five percent of what of what he normally is. I actually really like the idea of playing Olenek and Bam together against this Lakers team. Yeah, it works because Olenek's able to, to to shoot the three ball and spread the floor and kind of keep the defense a little bit honest and kind of keep that spacing that they're going to need, especially if Dragic doesn't play, but Bam does, you know, and they're going to need to find those opportunities. And also, most importantly, man, just no more minutes for Myers Leonard. <laughs> well, he hit a three. <laughs> You know, seven he points in nine three minutes. Very early on in the game, I was like, "Okay, I like that uh, early three pointer. Uh, yeah. This might be That's... this might be the start of something." It wasn't. And it wasn't. <laughs> and and you know, we we don't need to find out in game three if it's going to continue. Yeah, there was right. man. There like he hit a three. Hero hit a three. I think on the right right corner or something like that. And it was like I don't know eight six or something like that. And I started thinking to myself, I was like, "All right, maybe it's a Disney movie." And these guys are hit. And I think White Howard <laughs> had like six straight points. Like, oh no, we're good. <laughs> no Disney endings. Yeah, but, uh, and then I but, and then I was mad because I was like, "Well, can we push this thing to like twenty five thirty? Like, I don't, you know, really want right to, to have to yeah. have to keep your one eye on the yeah. game the whole time because it's like, pseudo competitive." And Jimmy was amazing in this game, right? Despite what Mo thinks about his defense, Jimmy was incredible in this game. Twenty five no, points, whoa. thirteen assists, eight rebounds. Uh, played forty five minutes. Was like on. I kind of posed this on on the radio earlier on Friday where I was like, look, could they maybe ugly this thing up like 2015 Cavs against the Warriors when they had all those injuries and, and try to like just no. grind it down and all this stuff. And, no. and Tim Legler and Amino Hassan were like, yeah, well, they could do that except, you know, they're, Le- you know, him playing the version of LeBron against the actual LeBron may not work. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a fantastic, that's a fantastic point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what ugling up the game. Like, I think the zone is that. Yeah, I the think you're right. The zone is gumming up the works. It is because the Lakers do have a decent amount of movement, off-ball stuff when they want to. And in the man-to-man, that's what they'd be running against Miami. But with the zone, they have to stop, sit, think, okay, dissect. Okay, I think that's their version of doing that. It's just I, I don't know how that's supposed to work. Yeah, I don't I – don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just I like the idea of Jimmy kind of methodically attacking this team and trying to slow down possessions, except they I mean, if they're just not gonna take more threes. I am impressed with the Lakers defense, Mo, in that you know, the yeah, the the Heat shot forty percent from three tonight, but they really needed to take about eight to ten more three point shots. They rotate and, and they just didn't give them up. They rotate defensively. Better than I think most – better than we really give them credit for. And it started in the Houston series when they were taking down those those three-point attempts. Like yeah. That's why I'm also not afraid of them pulling in and leaving Duncan Robinson because they know, hey, my teammate's going to rotate and cover, and then I got to get to the next guy. Like they, It's a tired phrase, but they give a ton of multiple efforts, and they, they do kind of fly around the court. So you kind of just got to give them credit. I mean, you're right. To limit the heat to 27 threes is, is – it, 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 it's surprising in its own right. Like I couldn't even come up with the word. I was stuttering so bad. Um, but that's just kind of the way they've been defending. And their defense, I don't even think, was as sharp as it could have been tonight, Zach. I felt like they – Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Th- there were moments where they slipped and things and and just were a bit sloppy. But, again, they're going to take away your biggest asset. And can you? what can you do next is ultimately what's going to happen. And, you know, they basically – I mean, they've – Duncan Robinson doesn't really exist anymore. Um, Tyler Hero had moments, but he only took three 
three point attempts. I mean, it's it's they kind of just taking the their best weapons away. All right, we'll get out on this, um, guys. I'm predicting a Miami Heat game three victory. You know why? Because <laughs> Eric Spolster was asked about people thinking the series is over and the Heat can't overcome what what's in front of them, and Eric Spolster said, "We don't give a shit what anyone thinks." Oh. Wow! Yeah, that's that's some mighty duck yeah, stuff. Yeah, between right that and UD, you know, weekend at Bernie's, his way <laughs> through a, a speech that doesn't really work in the second half. I'm so sick of those things. I like go, he's a great Miami Heat legend, and he's you know a huge part of the culture, and he does matter Zach, on that team in terms of leadership and everything. You, you disrespect for you you disrespecting Heat culture right he's now. He's go not on. going to inspire them to all of a sudden stop LeBron. <laughs> And AD with Bam out of bio sitting next to him on the bench. It's just not going to happen. Zach, have you packed your bags? Are you leaving Heat Island? No, like, I'm this, still on Heat no, Island. I just, I'm, not, I'm not genuflecting at the at the Udonis Haslam statue on Heat Island. I'm just not. They about to kick you out, man. You better watch out. I'm, I think I'll be okay. I don't feel like he can run after people at this point, right? I'm not talking about him. I'm just talking about everybody else. <laughs> oh no, they're fine. I've, I've I've built enough credit on that. I've been yelling at people. It's fine. It'll be it'll be all right. All right, prediction for game game three on Sunday. <laughs> Lakers win. Lakers win big. big Lakers win. Big Lakers yeah, win. Big. Yeah. Well, I don't give a shit what you guys think. Heat oh. win game three. In the words of Eric Spolstra. Right. Well, I don't think he guaranteed a win. He just said he doesn't give a shit what people think. All right. That's going to do it for the Daily Ding. Check us out again on Monday. We'll have the game three recap. Also, we have the Athletic NBA show uh, on Monday with the Basket Buds edition. Tampering on Tuesday. Hoops adjacent on Wednesday. Point of contention on Thursday. And Nourishing Road on Friday. Check out No Dunks. Check out all the great work on The Athletic. Be a subscriber. Theathletic.com slash Daily Ding. For Wazzy Lambre, Modak Kill, Jade Hoy, I'm Zach Harper. Keep it locked in on The Athletic. And Waz, give me a sign-off. Ding, 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 dongs. How about we can just watch basketball? <laughs>